station of the year with this SRN News update starting now. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. Correspondent Jackie Quinn reports the nation's employers added another 339,000 jobs last month, well above expectations. The continued hiring, despite Federal Reserve efforts to cool the job market and thus cool inflation, shows the strength of the U.S. economy. Consumers ramped up spending in April, even after adjusting for inflation, and sales of new homes rose despite higher mortgage rates. Although the Federal Reserve may skip raising interest rates again this month, another increase is expected soon after. Wall Street liked what it heard. The Dow closed over 700 points higher today. President Biden is speaking at this hour about the approval of the debt ceiling bill, which was approved after a bipartisan vote. Still, there were a few members on the left and the right who vehemently opposed the legislation. The 314 to 117 House vote in favor of the agreement forged by President Joe Biden and Speaker Kevin McCarthy was carried by 165 Democrats and 149 Republicans. Much of the opposition, made up of 71 Republicans and 46 Democrats, came from the ultra-conservative House Freedom Caucus and the far-left Congressional Progressive Caucus. Nearly half, 26 to be exact, of the 71 Republicans Republican no votes came from members of the House Freedom Caucus. Members of the Progressive Caucus cast 40 of the 46 Democrat no votes. The bill cleared the House on Wednesday and the Senate the following day. President Biden is expected to sign it into law on Friday. Edwin Mora, Capitol Hill. Tropical Storm Arlene, the first named storm of the Atlantic hurricane season, has formed in the Gulf of Mexico. It has sustained winds of 40 miles an hour, but no storm warnings or watches have been issued. Again, on Wall Street, the Dow by 701 points. The Nasdaq rose 49. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, it's great to be with you as we usher in another wonderful Friday evening throughout Central Florida and a warm and humid one as well. It's great to be with you. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, Blue Darter Sports Central is a program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka Blue Darter ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. And we've got a great show planned for you tonight. We'll get introduce our guest in just a moment. But right now, of course, I want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central is sponsored by Community Health Centers of Central Florida, by Florida Door Solutions, and Shelley's Environmental Services. And you'll be hearing more about those great sponsors later in our program as well. Later in our program, we look forward to sharing a couple of interviews with two of the outstanding coaches in the state of Florida, football coaches, our Apopka Blue Darter coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. We'll share an interview I recorded with him a couple of days ago. And also Jones High School coach, Coach Elijah Williams. Of course, Apopka and Jones played last week in the spring football classic in an outstanding game that Apopka came away with a 10-7 to victory. Right now, we're pleased to be joined by a regular contributor to our program, also one of the outstanding Apopka Blue Water football players and outstanding Apopka High School alumni. He's a former National Football Player of the Year at Apopka, still holds many records for his outstanding career at Florida State University as a record-setting running back and number one draft choice of the Miami Dolphins. Of course, I'm speaking about Sammy Smith. Sammy, it's great to catch up with you. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us this Friday evening. Hey, thank you, Roger. Man, you, you know, it's always a joy to join you on your show, and I'm super excited uh, about being able to do it from home, you know, being back here in Florida as opposed to calling in from, from Mississippi. So I'm excited about being here, here back in town and uh, – Excited about again getting ministry going. Absolutely, that's one of the main reasons I wanted to speak with you tonight. Is that you know, you've had a several very positive developments um, recently in in your life. As as we know, uh, for the past what is it six or seven years, you've been at the University of Mississippi as the director of character development 
in your role with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, but you most recently have been um, you know, you know, coming back home to work with FCA right here in Florida again. It's exciting to have you back home. And you also are going to be involved with an exciting new project for you uh, that's affiliated with, with FCA. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm going to be working with uh, FCA Outdoors. Uh, they launched, launched that part of uh, the ministry here the last you know several years, and uh, so I'm excited about bringing it to Florida, uh, being able to engage uh, kids in non-traditional sports. You know, we'll, I've got a fishing tournament already on tap for August um, here in Lake County, and then we'll get involved in some hunting and archery. Uh, we'll get involved in some uh, equestrian stuff. I actually was planning on taking a trip over to Kissimmee tonight to watch uh, uh, some rodeo stuff and barrel racing and stuff. So we're, we're going to try to have our hands in a little bit of everything. It's just try to meet the kids right where they are. You know, and, uh, man, bass fishing right now is one of the fastest growing high school sports there is across across the nation. And I know it was big in Mississippi and in Alabama, you know, in Kentucky and Georgia areas. So certainly it has to be just as big here in Florida with all these beautiful lakes we have here in Lake County and abroad. No, thank you for sharing with us. And it sounds like a very exciting project. And and, and you you, um, have an opportunity to really develop the sport here in in Florida. Um, You know, the way that it's been in several of the uh, several of the other southern states, if you as you shared with us now i and i know that um you know from our our discussions off the air as well you could use uh maybe a little helping hand as well from uh, other avid fishermen who may want to serve as mentors or even people that have have boats that could be used can you talk about what is some of the kind of help that that you could could use in your role with fca outdoors well you know i'm always looking for mentors and uh unfortunately we have a lot of young kids and in the different various neighborhoods across, you know, Central Florida that that maybe don't have a, a dad or, you know, a, a male figure in their lives. And, you know, we want to get those kids involved in fishing, you know, get them out on the lake, man. I believe that, you know, a, a quality day on the lake with a couple of kids, you know, there's, there's great opportunity to pour in the kids, you know, in that venue. And so I'm looking to find uh, men that will – you know, even engage in this fishing tournament that I have to, you know, commit to maybe taking a team of two kids out for those two days of fishing. Um, and I'll find the sponsors to sponsor the kids to be a part of the the uh, tournament. But I need uh, men to step up that have boats that will enjoy, you know, spending two days of fishing and pouring into young men and young girls, for that matter. You know, we, we, we're not... Um, you know, we really don't care if it's girls or boys. You know, fishing is a sport that anyone could do. <laughs> and, absolutely, and, and, and I'm you know, as you can probably tell, I'm excited about this project because for many, many years, decades probably, I've I've been you know an advocate for extracurricular activities, sports-related extracurricular activities that aren't necessarily, quote-unquote, the football team you know, or the baseball team or, or, or the basketball team or whatever, just even intramural-type sports or you know, just, just uh, other sports that um, you know, aren't, aren't as high-profile um, as, as you know, say, the, you know, the, 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 the school football team or, or basketball team or whatever. And yeah, I really think this FC Outdoors is, is, a, is a, just a wonderful way to get uh, kids that aren't actually actively involved maybe in any other sport uh, to to have uh, some great uh, activity uh, that's that's produ- not only that's fun for them but it's also very productive um, and adds something to their lives yeah Roger I was moved a few months ago I read a, an article that was sent to me uh, the coach at Mount Dora High School you know he coaches their I believe their softball team but he kind of runs a, a fishing club or fishing program out there too and it's a lot of kids that uh, don't have access to, you know, the, the eighty, ninety thousand dollar bass boats with all the electronics on it. And it was this one particular kid that wanted to fish in the tournament that they were putting on and he went and found an old canoe. And man, he patched that thing up and the coach was surprised when he showed up at the fishing tournament with that canoe. And he told the young man, Hey, you know, you need to stay around this area, you know, pretty close to shore, you know, don't go too far. They were fishing out of Mount Dora here at Lake Dora, 
And, uh, you know, apparently he told the kid, hey, there's plenty of fish in this area. Just go to this little area. You know, you can canoe out there and fish around. Well, the kid took second place, you know, in a patched up boat that he threw on top of his vehicle to come out there and be a part of that. And so that just kind of got me on fire, man, that that, that, that kids would want to fish and be a part of a sport that, that, that bad that they would take any kind of measures to be a part of it. Well, what a wonderful, wonderful story! Thank you, thank you for sharing that. And um, it's what a great, um, just a great, a great project to get young people involved in positive activity. Now, can you talk a little bit? I know that you're a passionate fisherman yourself. Can you talk a little bit about your fishing? Well, I, I've been fishing for a long time. You know, mostly freshwater stuff. I love uh, spec fishing, crappie fishing. You know, and uh, I've recently, over the last few years, got involved in some offshore stuff and man that that's addictive you know being able to go out and you know catch grouper and snapper and you know fortunately for me i have former uh friends and teammates right there from apopka and you you'll probably remember these guys uh mill singleton lives over in pontevedra area i've been fortunate enough to go over and spend some time with him and, and fish with him he's one of my teammates and then will sullivan lives over in the Statesboro, Georgia area, and so I'll be doing a lot of stuff with him offshore too, out of Savannah. And uh, he's offered to, you know, even host me with some donor development type stuff, you know, for hunting. Uh, I think he has a lot of acreage there with deer hunting when it's deer season. They do quail hunting on his property, um, turkey hunting. So I'm just excited, man, about tapping into you know, the, the sphere of influence that I have and the people that have been a part of my life for many years to help me um, engage in this outdoor stuff. I, I got a lot to learn. You know, I, I want to learn about archery and equestrian and all those things. So um, that's what makes it exciting for me is that, man, I get to beat kids right where they are doing something that they love, and I, I get to learn at the same time. No, no, thank you for sharing, absolutely. And I know you'd mentioned that... Um when we spoke off here too, that you uh, have a need for, for boats and even uh, maybe pontoon boats. Um, can, can you, can you talk that a little bit with us? Yeah. You know, I, I was blessed. I had one of my supporters in Mississippi that, that have followed us here to Florida and continuing to support us here in ministry. I literally today just went and picked up a brand new pontoon boat that was purchased for me by one of my supporters in, in Mississippi. And so, um, felt like a pontoon boat. I've got several friends that have pontoon boats. Would be a great opportunity to to engage in six to eight, you know, young boys or young, you know, girls to uh, get them out on the water a couple of times a, a month. So I've challenged a few of my friends that have pontoon boats to 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 engage in making that a part of you know something that they are excited about doing. You know, getting out. You know, get some young kids out and teaching them how to fish and just spending that time with them on the water, man. Like I said earlier, uh, the conversations that you can have, you know, on a half a day or a day out on the boat, you know, fishing and teaching kids how to fish and just having those conversations of, you know, letting them know how important they are and, and how meaningful uh, their lives can be. And so that's what I look for is just every opportunity, man, to pour back into these young folks and, uh, as people have poured into my life, you know, all my life, you know, even during some difficult times, man, I had coaches and people that have been lifelong friends that, that helped lift me up and, and, and poured into me. And so I just want to be able to do that same thing for some of these, you know, marginal kids that, that otherwise wouldn't have that opportunity. No, thank you for being here to, to share about with us. Um, and really appreciate the great work you're doing We've got a, a break coming up, and um, Sam, if you can stay with us a little bit longer, we'll look forward to speaking with you when we come back from that break. Absolutely. Friends, we're going to you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central, sponsored by Shelley's Environmental Services. We'll tell you about, more about them a little later, but right now we're going to do a quick break, and then we'll be back with FSU great and, of course, a popular Blue Darter great, Sammy Smith, on Blue Darter Sports Central. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Blue 
Carter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Door Solutions, and Topaz Clinical Research. Don't go away. More great sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. Shelly's Environmental Services is your local family-owned septic tank company, serving Orange, Lake, and Seminole County since 1985. You can feel good about having Shelly's experienced team of licensed, insured, and state-certified experts working for you. Find out more at ShellysSeptictanks.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for Central Florida, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. And they are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offers Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Instability, vulnerability, uncertainty, volatility, precarious, unpredictable, all of these words describe our banking system as evidenced by the recent collapse of two banks. Dennis Prager here for AmFed, Coin, and Bullion. This was the second largest bank failure in history, and the Federal Reserve has been scrambling to keep a bank run from spreading. If you feel uneasy about having too much money sitting in the bank, you're not alone. Gold, silver, and platinum have had recent gains as investors look for safe places to park their money. Now more than ever, you need to call Nick Grovich man I deeply admire, owner of Amfet Coin and Bullion. I've been doing business with Nick for years. Nick and his very experienced team of specialists will provide you with personalized attention, honest information, and sound advice. Be smart and be prepared. If you're interested in buying or selling, call Amfed Coin and Bullion, 800-221-7694. Or go online to AmericanFederal.com. That's AmericanFederal.com. I'm Michael Easton with Fellowship Financial Group. Build your tomorrow by tuning in to the Retirement Income Show, Saturdays at noon and Sundays at 4, right here on FM 94.9, AM 950, The Answer. Investment advisory services offered through Fellowship Investment Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Right at home furniture, luxury brands at outlet pricing. Very unique to offer such elegance at great value. They provide the personal touch that's so hard to find at the big box stores. Come see their intimate and elegant store combined with a vast selection of contemporary brands. Buy off the floor and have it delivered immediately. Impress your guests with a luxurious home without spending luxury prices. Visit Right at Home Furniture today in Altamont Springs. That's rightathomefurniture.com. The answer is everywhere you are. With the mobile app, theanswerorlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Your conservative values loud and clear. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you, Is to share a wonderful Friday evening with you. Hope you're enjoying the program. We'll get back to our guest, FSU great, a Popka Blue Daughter great, and most valuable player of the 1989 Sugar Bowl, Sammy Smith, in just a moment. Before we go back to Sammy, of course, I want to let you know that Blue Daughter Sports Central is a program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka high school ball players, coaches, and alumni. And it's all sponsored by Community Health Centers Incorporated. The mission of Community Health Centers is to provide quality and compassionate primary health care services to Central Florida's diverse communities. Community Health Centers Incorporated provides quality and compassionate primary health care services to insured, uninsured, underinsured, and underserved children and adults within Central Florida. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, and most private insurance plans. And a sliding discount program is available for those with or without insurance. We thank Community Health Centers Incorporated for their support of Blue Daughter Sports on the radio. Let's go back to Sammy Smith. Now, now Sammy, can you share a little, little bit with us? You know, it was kind of stunning you know, recently when you shared with me, I think it's been seven years since you left Central Florida to, to go to Ole Miss and serve as the Director of Character Development, it seemed like about last year, actually, uh, other than I've really missed you a lot. But um, you know, can you talk a little bit, and it's great to have you coming back home, but can you talk about some of the, share a little bit about the work that you did while you were at Ole Miss? Yeah, you know, my, my role there was really, man, just to be 
available for our coaches and our players. Uh, I wore a lot of hats there. You know, I, I was the guy that, you know, when a player, you know, loses a family member, um, that they would reach out to and and uh, be there to uplift them. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I, I look at uh, my first year there. Um, I end up losing my dad uh, after that first season. And what a difficult time that was, you know, to, to, to lose, you know, my father who had been so instrumental in my life and, and you know, who certainly we all, you know, loved and uh, looked up to. And, and then, you know, just going through that ordeal, man, the coaches that were there at the time, uh, Coach Luke was had taken over as the head coach and, you know, the rest of the staff there, man, they really pulled together and got behind me. And uh, unknowns to me, uh, it would just be a a few months later that uh, Benito Jones, who was our defensive nose tackle, uh, would lose his dad. And so now having just gone through that, you know, I, I had the experience of being able to share with him, you know, how I was able to navigate navigate through that, that difficult time. And, and then just for the ministry purpose, man, to be able to help kids that are for the first time leaving and, you know, uh, leaving home and coming to be a part of a, a program and getting used to being away from home, that I would have to um, be able to help them navigate through that time too. And so um, I just wore, you know, whatever hat I needed to wear for the day <laughs> to, to be impactful and to help those young men grow and, and those coaches grow in their relationship with Christ. No, it sounds like a very interesting and also challenging job, and um, you know, I know you were able to do make, you know, make a very positive impact in, in a lot of lives while you were there, and especially uh, great to have you coming back home now. And can you, from from a, I guess a football standpoint, can you share a little bit about um, you know uh, what it was like? You know, you obviously were one of the all time greats at FSU. Now, what was it like at, at being at another high profile? You know, Division One football program. Um, you know, how I guess what I'm trying to ask is, how was the the culture, the football culture at Ole Miss different than than what you had at FSU? It's different. Well, we're talking thirty something years different, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I can tell you, Ole Miss had a lot uh, nicer stuff than we had at Florida State thirty something years ago. I mean, we didn't have the in-house barber shops and and all the the luxuries man that all these schools have now you know it uh um you know I, strange but i got an opportunity i thought there would never be anything that would have me root against the seminoles right you know being a seminole but my first game working with old miss was in 2016 and old miss played florida state uh here in orlando and so, for the first time, I was actually on the opposite side. I was the, the opponent. <laughs> and uh, what a difficult time that was, man, to to, 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 to to want Ole Miss to win the game because that's where I was. And, you know, those were the kids that I was pouring into and had become family with. But then to look across the, the, the sidelines and see my Seminoles over there. So that, that was kind of a, a unique experience. But uh, – Man, the, the game, I think, is, as you can know and you, you can tell, has really changed over the last several years, you know, with all the the NIL and the transfer portal and, you know, the different caveats uh, that, that now play a role in, you know, your success and as a team and uh, your culture. Um, there's a lot of untapped uh, waters that, you know, football programs are going to go through now with all these different caveats. So it's just going to be interesting to see where the game goes over the next few years uh, uh, with all those different things that are added into the mix now. You know, um, I can tell you something that was really strange for me was we had a kid, and can't even remember his name right now, that signed with Ole Miss in December of last year. And he enrolled as an early enrollee in, in January of this year and went through spring football practice. And at the end of spring, he was in the transfer portal. 
<laughs> you know, so you get a kid that signs, he's there for, what, three, four months, and then he's in the transfer portal and he's gone somewhere else now. So so those are the different types of things that, you know, you'll, you'll deal with now as a program that certainly, you know, Coach Bowden and, you know, coaches back in that era didn't have to deal with. No, no I, that, that's a very interesting and you know, insightful. Thank you for sharing that, that insight, Yeah, And I think um, it dramatically changed the landscape, especially over the last couple of years, just like with the things that you, you pointed out. And I think the best explanation that I've heard was I went to uh, an event where UCF coach Gus, Gus Melzahn was. Of course, he was former coach at Auburn as well. And um, he was addressing this issue. And, and the way that he put it was, yeah, the, the it's – now you used to you uh, you know you have to you used to go uh, re- recruit high school players. Now a big part of your job is, is recruiting your own players every day. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and my thing is, as someone who loves the game, man. And look, I, I plan on being in Orlando uh, that Labor Day weekend as the Seminoles take on LSU. All right, but my biggest thing is like for the fans. You know, what did that do for the fans when? You know, you might have a kid that, man, you're rooting for this year, and the next year he could be on the opposing team. You know, and how, what does that experience do for the fandom of the, of the team? You know, the, the, the people that have followed their schools for many, many years. You know, do, do you lose fans behind all of this? And so just curious. I'm just curious to see how this will play out, you know, over the next few years. No, I, I agree. It's a it's a rapidly changing landscape. It's a kaleidoscope, and I, yeah, we really know who knows where how it's how it's gonna gonna where it's gonna go exactly. Yeah, yeah, Roger, you might have one of your favorite players that's playing for Florida. You know, you're a Gator, and you go out and buy his jersey, and the following year he could be over playing for the Seminoles. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. <laughs> exactly. It, it, and, and along those yeah. lines, it, and, and we got our, our break coming up just a mi- in a minute. But um, you know, one thing I did not anticipate is is what I refer to as trading up. You know, uh, a, a, mm-hmm. a kid. You know, he might not be looked at by the by the top Division One schools or the Power Five schools. He'll go to a mid major. Um, well, yeah. he, he excels. You know, he he gets on the radar screen. He has a great year. Um, you know that that school. You know, all excited about. Hey, we got a guy to build around, kind of like Dante Culpepper back in the day at UCF. Well, well now you know those guys. You know, they they, they go off to a bigger program. Uh, yeah, you know the, the the ones I'm concerned about, and I hope that high school uh, athletes, you know, football players, baseball, track and field, basketball. I hope that these players. Don't turn their nose up to the smaller schools, you know, because with this transfer portal, these coaches are trying to find kids that are, you know, have have some experience, that are somewhat proven, um, and they'll take those kids over high school kids now. And so the high school kids need to have a, a savvy look on recruiting and understand that, you know, now you may have to, you know, go to schools that, you otherwise would have turned your nose up at, you know, but that's where you're going to get your opportunity at now. You go there and you you play and you perform well, and, you know, these, these colleges will be coming looking for you in a, in a year or two. So yeah, it's just a different type of landscape right now, Roger. Yeah, it's great insight and it's great advice to to high school ball players, exactly. Because as you said, uh, and I've heard this from other high school coaches as well, the, the the Power Five schools they're looking at their number one priority is the transfer portal. They're not looking for their next, for top recruits from high school anymore. They're looking at the at the portal. But it's a, you know, radically different. But anyway, Sammy, thank you so much for joining us. It's always great catching up with you. And I'm really excited to have you back here uh, in Florida. Hey, I appreciate it, Roger. Any of your listeners want to get involved with uh, FCA or become sponsors for some of our teams, they can always go to FCA Outdoors and uh, look for the Florida Bass Classic. There's ways to support us there. I encourage them to do that at FCA Outdoors and look for the Florida Bass Classic. Friends, we're going to go to a quick break, and we'll be right back, and we'll hear from coaches Jeff Rolson and then later Coach Elisha Williams of Jones on Blue Darter Sports Central. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. 
Carter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Door Solutions, and Topaz Clinical Research. Don't go away. More great sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Two passenger trains derailed in India, killing more than 200 people and trapping hundreds of others inside more than a dozen damaged rail cars. More than 800 people were hurt. The number of fatalities was likely to climb. The accident happened in eastern India, about 137 miles southwest of Kolkata. The cause was under investigation. A parent frustrated by efforts to ban materials from schools convinced a suburban Utah district that some Bible verses were too vulgar or violent for younger children. And the Book of Mormon could be next. The Davis School District north of Salt Lake City banned the Bible from its elementary and middle schools in response to a parental complaint. After news of the Bible ban, the district said it received a complaint about the Book of Mormon. On Wall Street, the Dow by 701 points. More details at srnnews.com. Does your garage door sag? Does your opener not open anymore? Has your garage spring sprung? Then you've got garage door-itis. What do you do? Three words. Florida Door Solutions. They have the solutions for any garage door problem. They're Central Florida's headquarters for professional products, service, and installation. From commercial and residential doors to gate operators, they have the reputation for doing the job right the first time on time. They carry the best name brands like Clopay, Overhead Door, Lift master and more and they give back to the community through our local schools can the garage door companies you've used in the past say that so if your garage door is suffering from garage dooritis then you need to call florida door solutions 407-884-5955 that's 407-884-5955 or take a tour right now online at fladoor.com florida door solutions call them today Shelly's Environmental Services is your local family-owned septic tank company, serving Orange, Lake, and Seminole County since 1985. You can feel good about having Shelly's experienced team of licensed, insured, and state-certified experts working for you. Find out more at ShellysSeptictanks.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for Central Florida, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. And they are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offers Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Staples Print and Marketing Services help small businesses print big. Now get $15 off signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more. Offer ends July 1st. Visit staples.com backslash print big for details. This is your sign to try Staples, where your prints are perfect, guaranteed. Answer is everywhere you are. With the mobile app, TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Your conservative values loud and clear. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Well, friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Frank and Williams. Hope you're enjoying the program. It's great to be with you as we kind of ease into another warm Friday evening throughout Central Florida, first Friday night in June, and we're glad, it's great to be sharing it with you. Of course, Blue Daughter Sports Central is a program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka high school ball players, coaches, and alumni, and it's all sponsored by Community Health Centers of Central Florida and by Shelley's Environmental Services and, of course, Florida Door Solutions. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Sammy Smith, former Blue Darter great, former FSU great Sammy Smith, about outstanding work, wonderful work he's now doing uh, right back, you know, that he's back here in Central Florida with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, specifically FCA, and uh, helping develop uh, fishing-oriented activities for young people. In fact, if, once again, if you, uh, you want to reach out, if you want to help in any way, and they can all use help, uh, always use help in a variety of different ways. Uh, you can go to fcaoutdoors.org. That's fcaoutdoors.org, and you know look for the Bass Classic tab. 
um, in just a moment, we're going to talk some football. Um, of course, the Apopka spring game, spring classic, was last. Uh, it was actually played last Thursday. We broadcast it last Friday night. Uh, at this time, it was really it was a true classic. It was um, two of the top programs in the state, Apopka, uh, on the road uh, visiting the Jones Tigers, uh, a slugfest. Both coaches uh, seemingly played their um, you know number one um, players uh, m- most, if not all, the game, and Apopka merged with the. 10 to 7 victory, uh, getting the touchdown actually on a blocked punt, return of a blocked punt by Lorenzo Payne right before halftime. It's certainly a defensive uh, struggle, and also, which is for one thing, is kind of to be expected oftentimes in the spring, usually defense is ahead of offense. And in this particular uh, contest, it was a rainy night, it rained pretty much the whole game, and you know, that's not conducive to uh, big time, op- you know, a lot of offensive output as well. But anyway, we're going to right now, in just a moment, we're going to hear from Coach Jeff Rolson. Had a chance to speak with him last week. He talked about spring practice in general, and we also talked a little bit about the first half of the spring game versus Jones. And uh, right now, well, let's go to, let's hear from a Pop Good Blue Daughter head football coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. Coach, to start, I've got, um, and thank you for spending a few minutes with us. Can, uh, kind of a two-part question. First of all, can you talk about what you want to accomplish overall in spring football this spring? And then also, what do you want to accomplish in this specific game? Well, you know, spring, we want to get out healthy. That's number one. But, you know, we want to install scheme. We want to develop depth overall, right? We want to compete, um, you know, and try to try to find find some hidden gems out there. And then in this game, we just want to compete hard for four quarters and, and have a chance to win at the end but uh, and come out healthy. Now, of course, we as, as always, we lost some outstanding players due to graduation. Who are some of the players you're counting on to provide the nucleus of the team that you can build around uh, for a you know, successful season this year in, in terms of both in terms of talent and in terms of leadership? Oh, wow. Well, defensively, Kevin Roberts. Um, Antoine Robinson, um, he's a he's a safety nickel. Kevin's a D lineman. Um, Donovan Muldrow's a linebacker returning. You know uh, Marcus Grant, uh, Malachi Davy. Um, so we've got a bunch of guys coming back on defense, but, and we've got a, some young guys. So we've got a we've got a rally around them. Offensively, you know we our quarterbacks returning uh, Tyson Davison. So. You know, he, he's going to have to learn to, to, to lead out there. Um, got some returning experienced offensive linemen. Um, Ethan Corkus, Evan Ashford, Travis uh, Williams, um, and then uh, uh, a couple couple running backs that have done a good job so far in uh, Reggie uh, McBride and uh, Nate Jenkins the third. So we got some guys that, that have – grit and toughness, so they're going to have to rally the troops. Now, in the first half against Jones, it looks as though Apopka was pretty much exclusively in, this, in spread formations on offense. Is that the direction the program's going uh, for on offense for the coming season? Yeah, I mean, if spring's a short time, you don't have time to put different stuff. I think that's going to, it's going to be a part of what we do for sure uh, going forward, because you know, we want to develop those kind of kids. Um but we'll have some other things, but that's all we got to this spring. And, of course, during the first half, the defense is playing very well. Of course, we've come to expect that from your teams. What are your expectations for the defense this season? And uh, and you kind of already answered. I was going to ask you, who are some of the players you're counting on? You've, already, uh, you've spoken to those. But yeah. what, what, what do you expect out of your defense this season? I just you know, want to get better at what we do. We've got uh, some young guys that, that need to round out. i got a safety that doesn't have a lot of experience. Um, and and uh, Laster, I also have a safety named Walsh. Both those guys are competing back there for a safety spot. Um, uh, uh, Kingston Shaw is playing middle linebacker, and he's running around crazy out there. He's He's going to be a really good player. He's just got a long way to go. He's got to learn what's going on out there. But it's his first uh, Friday night light against a pretty dynamic team. So <laughs> he'll catch up. So we need some of those guys to develop. 
And Coach, just one more question. You know, I when I saw that we were playing Jones in the spring game, you know, I guess some of my instincts were like, God, why are we playing them? That's going to be a tough one. But but I guess that's what we come to know for the program. It, but, you know, taking that look from another perspective, you know, it, it was just two outstanding programs, two outstanding coaches, uh, two teams with, with tons of talent, both schools with great tradition. Can you talk about just your thinking and wanting to, uh, you know, to schedule Jones for, for this spring game? Yeah, I mean, it's it's best to play good people. I mean, it's not there's nothing on the line as long as you come out healthy. So you, you want to test yourself. They want to test themselves. So the quality opponent is always a, a benefit in the spring. There's no nothing, not much to be gained by going out there and, 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 and playing a subpar team, someone who's not on your level. So, you know, and we don't duck anybody. Jones doesn't duck anybody, you know. Uh, Edgewater's like that. Uh, so uh, we played those guys. Osceola were playing in the kickoff classic, so we'll be we'll have an idea where we're at going into game one. Well, coach, thank you very much. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us, and uh, and best wishes. Thank you, and go Darters. Coach Jeff Rolson, conversation we had last week, and you know one of the things I always enjoy conversations with Coach Rolson, and both having the conversations and also listening to them because one of the great things about, as you heard and as you hear well, when we speak with him, he really answers the questions directly and obviously has a great grasp, great knowledge of the game. And, uh, you know, he he's, uh, it does what he does and, and knows why he does it. So um, it's great to get the, the insights and hear his insights since, um, about Blue Darter football, um, specifically this time about spring football. And then as we uh, head into the fall, which is right around the corner, of course, uh, I want to remind you, you'll have Blue Daughter football every Friday night starting the, um, on Friday, the August the 18th. Uh, road game, kickoff classic versus Osceola, and then a schedule that includes some of the top teams in Central Florida. A little bit later, we're going to hear, we're going to take a quick break in just a moment. Then we look forward to having a conversation with Jones High School head coach, Coach Elijah Williams, who's certainly uh, at, like Coach Rolson, recognized as one of the top high school football coaches in the state of Florida. He's really built a, a an outstanding team, an outstanding program at Jones in just the few short years that he's been the head coach there. And, of course, he did the same thing at Oak Ridge during two different stints with the Pioneers. Before we go to break, I want to remind you and give a big shout-out and a thank you to our friends over at Shelley's Environmental Services and let you know that Shelley's Environmental Services is your local, family-owned septic tank company serving Orange, Lake, and Seminole counties since 1985. You can feel good about having Shelley's experienced team of licensed, insured, and state-certified experts working for you. And you can find out more about Shelley's award-winning environmental services at Shelley'sSeptictanks.com. That's Shelley'sSeptictanks.com. Well, friends, we'll be right back on Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Please stay with us. It's Blue Daughter Sports Central. Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Dora Solutions, and Topaz Clinical Research. Don't go away. More great sports talk coming up on Blue Darter Sports Central. Shelley's Environmental Services is your local family-owned septic tank company serving Orange Lake since 1985. You can feel good about having Shelley's experienced team of licensed, insured, and state-certified experts working for you. Find out more at Shelley's Septic Tanks.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for Central Florida, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. And they are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offers Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Character is timeless. Hello, I'm Alan Treba, owner of American Family Funerals and Cremations and a servant. My father taught me that the measure of a man is his faith, his character, and how he treats others. He also taught me to look people in the eye, shake their hand, and keep your word. It is not complicated. Treat others as you wish to be treated. In the funeral industry, we set the standard, not follow trends. We are not like the others. You know us. 
AmericanFamilyFunerals.com, 407-339-0070. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-353-2973 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-353-2973. That's 800-353-2973. What do you have to lose? Call 800-353-2973. Again, 800-353-2973. Hi, Blue Book Service Center is where for 47 years our customers have come to save big. Quality repair work, lowest labor rate, great park pricing. Call us at 407-321-0741. But hurry, appointments suggested. The answer is everywhere you are. With the mobile app, TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Your conservative values loud and clear. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Friends, great to be back with you. I'm Roger Franklin-Williams, and you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central. It's great to be with you as we usher in a warm Friday evening throughout Central Florida. Hope you're enjoying the program. Great conversation with FSU and Popka Blue Darter great Sammy Smith earlier about his new role back in Florida now after serving as the Director of Character Development at Ole Miss for seven years uh, um, in his uh, role with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. He's now back here home at Central Florida and developing a new program throughout Central Florida under the auspices of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA Outdoors, a wonderful program that that helps um, you know youngsters get out and experience the outdoors under the uh, leadership and guidance of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Um, also, hope you enjoyed the conversation with brief conversation with Coach Jeff Rolson. A lot of great insight into the Blue Darter football program and maybe what we can expect in the upcoming football season. Just a moment, we're going to hear from the head coach of the Jones Tigers, Coach Elijah Williams. Before we go to him, I want to remind you that the high school ball players and the dedicated coaches that you hear right here on Blue Darter Sports Central are supported by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And, of course, in addition to the outstanding job he's done as a high school football coach, both at Oak Ridge in two different stints and now most recently at Jones High School, Coach Elijah Williams had an outstanding playing career as well. He was a member, not only he was a starting running back on the, the 1996 Florida Gator National Champions under head coach, Coach Steve Spurrier. Then in his senior year, he moved over to the defensive side of the ball to play cornerback, uh, and he was uh, drafted by the Atlanta Falcons and had a a five-year career uh, in the NFL with the Falcons as a defensive back and kick returner. So his background and knowledge of the game of football obviously is extensive. And so now let's go to Coach Elijah Williams, head football coach of the Jones Tigers. Coach, great to catch up with you. Thanks for spending a few minutes. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Hope you're having a good day. So far, so good. Yes. Um, I, um, first of all, um, what what are the top th- you know different coaches approach spring football differently? What are the top things you want to accomplish during spring football for Jones? Well, most importantly, we want to see our, our young guys take a, take that big step forward. You know, a lot of them guys were on freshmen. Uh, JV, and you know we have some that didn't play at all. So really, you want spring, you want the first day of spring to not look like the third week of spring. So you know, most importantly, just growth uh, within your system, guys understanding and 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 um, performing and uh, executing your scheme that you have, uh, and that's really what you want to see. Uh, and barring no injuries. Now, along the same lines. 
different coaches handle the spring football games differently. You know, some of them take it like a regular season game, uh, go all out to win the game, play their starters a whole game, things like that. Other coaches use the spring game as an opportunity to play a lot of players, experiment with different schemes, et cetera. What's your approach to the spring game? Well, it does uh, each year to year. It depends on what your team is, uh, the makeup of your team. Uh, this year, we, our team is going to be very young, probably, probably the youngest team I've had in the 17 years I've been coaching, 18, whatever it is. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to play. We want them guys to go out and compete to win. Uh, and when we say win, we mean by executing your job, doing what you're supposed to do, doing your assignment. We don't really care about winning on the scoreboard. Just when I was very young, we're gonna, I think probably going to have four freshman old linemen starting in this game. Uh, so we're extremely young. So, you know, you always want to want to win the game. But when you got teams like us in the pocket, everybody know in November, they know where we're going to be at. There's no, there's no confusion. There's no question that Jones and Apaka is going to be playing in November. So this game really don't matter who wins. We just, you know, when I got to go out and execute. And as we've talked about before, you've established a reputation for your outstanding offenses. And as I have observed your teams, you know, going back to your first, your early days at Oak Ridge, your teams have had a lot of success both passing and running the ball. You know, a lot of even a lot of you know excellent high school, uh, excellent offensive coaches seem seem to lean more heavily to, or, or more pass oriented. Others are more heavily run oriented. You've had success moving the ball and scoring in both phases. Can you talk about your offensive philosophy and your approach to offense? Well, um, we, our philosophy is so uh, elementary. Uh, <laughs> we're going to run where you're not at. We're going to throw the ball where you're not at. <laughs> so real simple, but we don't we don't go into a game saying we want to throw the ball this amount of time. But, uh, we look at the film and and we we find your weaknesses and we're gonna stay in that element. So if you're if you're weak on the run to the left side, then you're gonna get 30 run plays to that side. Or if we think your secondary is weak, then we might throw it 30 times. So each week is it, it different and it, it it really varies on the team we're facing. I think. When you go into a game and say, hey, we're just going to throw the ball 40 times, regardless of what, I think you get yourself in a, in a, in a, in a corner and, and it, it kind of hurts your team. So we really we really take what you give us. You know, we always going to run our bread and butter. But, you know, I, I remember um, last year, year before last, we had Mainland in our district and we came out and we ran the ball down and throw for like 400 yards. And then in the playoffs, we threw it for like 400 yards. So, it really depends on what the defense gives you and what our scheme would be that week. Very interesting. Now, and I was going to, along the same lines, I know I spoke with you one time before, and you talked about how actually playing at Florida um, during the Steve Spurrier era also um, influenced you uh, offensively as well. Can you share a little bit about that? Oh, um, oh definitely. You know, I, I, I feel great here as one of the best almost of mine in, in, in the college football, um, uh, just being with Spurrier. And, and, and there's a lot of guys that's been through Spurrier as well. And, and you hear the notion all the time, just because you played at a high level, I mean, you can coach. And that's, that's true. But the ones that pay attention, the ones that just don't learn their position, the ones that want to know how your position fits into the grand scheme of everybody else's position, then those guys really excel in coaching. Uh, and I paid attention to everything. I want to know how did my job affect yours, how did your job affect mine. Uh, and I had some good coaches. I had a running back coach, Coach Frank. He would test us. Like, what's this for? This had nothing to do with us, but he would test us on everything. And, and I really appreciate that. Um, and Coach Spurs, one of those coaches that, you know, he. To receive Coach Bob Stoops, my senior year, came over as a D coordinator and I moved the corner. And so I learned from him. So I learned from two of the top, top college minds in, 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 in the country. Uh, and, and, and it did dividends with my career. You know, that, that's quite a education in football, absolutely, <laughs> during your college days. And, yeah. and can you finally, uh, um, you know, as we've talked a little bit about um, off the air, I'm, I'm, you know, I've observed your program off the field as well as on the program, and I know that you've, the program you've developed at Jones goes beyond just coaching the players on the field. You know, for example, you take the players on trips like Texas Stadium and, and other other things like that. Interesting um, 
things like that, and you instruct the men in things other than football. Can you talk about the entire scope of your program at Jones? Well, yeah, we uh, we, we pride ourselves. We, we just we want to beat you in everything. We want to be the top school in picking kids in college. We want to be the top school in having the highest GPA. We want to be the top uh, school in taking trips out of the state. We, we want to be the top school when the scoreboard ends in the game. And, and I think last year we beat everybody in the, in the, in the area. Uh, we've been top in Devard County, top in Osceola, top in Orange. Uh, so we just we just strive to be best at everything, you know, and it goes way beyond football. You know, everybody knows I'm in an inner city school that our kids have trouble in times. Our kids don't deal with so many things that other guys have the liberty of not going through. So we have to be all hands on deck and we have to do other things to make them successful. You know, it's, it's way more than coaching. You know, and, I, and, the, and the staff I have around me, they grasp that, they understand it, and we just strive to make these kids have a better life. Thank you for spending a few minutes with us, Coach Elijah Williams. It's, it was great. I always enjoy uh, speaking with you, and I always learn something every time we we talk. I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, thanks for having me. Friends, hope you enjoyed those conversations earlier, a little bit earlier, with Coach Jeff Rolson, head football coach of the Apopka Blue Darters. And in that conversation, Coach Elijah Williams, head coach of the Jones Tigers, truly two of the top football coaches in the state of Florida, and, and you can hear why with those conversations. Well, I'm going to rapidly come into the close of our program. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you on Blue Rider Sports Central. I, of course, encourage you to stay tuned right here for an outstanding program, Charlie Kirk, coming up at 8 p.m. And I also want to remind you and let you know about um, the Roger Franklin Williams Show, which is coming on on Saturday at 2 p.m., 2 to 3 p.m., we'll have an outstanding guest, Jim Flanagan, nation, you know, nationally recognized fitness expert. Jim Flanagan, a member of the National Fitness Hall of Fame, will join me on the Roger Franklin Williams Show this Sunday. Um, and that show is from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. And, of course, um, you know, many of you will remember Jim um, opened the very first Nautilus Fitness Center uh, incident on Kareen Drive back in the 1970s. It was a real institution in the uh, Central Florida sports landscape back in those days. And then I'd like to encourage you to join me uh, again this Saturday night at 8 p.m. on Talking Old School with Roger Franklin Williams. Have two more outstanding guests on Talking Old School uh, this Friday night. We'll speak with Coach Mark Richhart, who many of you remember for the uh, true dynasty that he built, softball, high school softball dynasty built at Pine Castle Christian Academy for over a, a decade, uh, which included three state championships um, and multiple um, and additional multiple trips to the state championship game, um, innumerable district championships, um, and et cetera. He most recently has been coaching at the college level. Um, up in Tennessee, and he, uh, and most recently at Union University as an in an assistant coach's role, we're going to catch up once again with Coach Mark Richard and get great insight uh, from him and, and wisdom from him as well. And we'll also have a segment of old school Gators with a one of the uh, great players from a great era in Florida Gator football, uh, 1969 Florida Gators one of the famed uh, super softs. This, this one was on the defensive side of the ball. Robert Harrell, um, a highly um, awarded defensive end on the Gators will join us. In fact, he was starter for three years, 69 to 71. He'll great insights about um, you know things that aren't commonly known about uh, the Gators of, of that era. Um, and uh, speaking of uh, him being highly decorated, he was uh, – awarded National Lineman of the Week three different times during the course of his college career at Florida. And then he also uh, was uh, roommates with uh, you know, NFL, you know, NFL Hall of Famer Jack Youngblood, um, you know, who was the other defensive end um, during that on uh, the 69 and uh, 70 Gators. So anyway, wanted to invite you to join those programs as well. Really appreciate you joining us tonight on Blue Darter Sports Central. And once again, we encourage you to, uh, you know, Mark your calendar because high school football season's right around the corner. And once again, we'll look forward to bringing you a Popka Blue Darter football every Friday night, starting with the kickoff classic on Friday, August the 18th. 
before we sign off, I want to give a big shout out to our sponsors of Blue Daughter Sports Central tonight. And they, of course, are Shelley's and Services, Community Health Centers of Central Florida, and, of course, Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solutions. Well, friends, please stay tuned for Charlie Kirk coming up at 8, and have a wonderful Friday evening. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. WORL, Orlando, News Talk Station of the Year. With this SRN News update, starting now. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters.